dog hair on her dress was all I remember about her. I'm sure she thought even less of me. An artist, a designer. I drew her figures on notebook paper on the car ride home. In and out of tunnels, streets I never knew I missed. I've sewn a suit from the shirts off the backs of strangers. She greets me in the entryway, my reflection in the mirror at the end of the hall becoming hers. The opportunity cost of stability is only matched by the luxury of comfort. What if you could share the deepest corners of your mind without revealing your identity? Would you be more honest, more reflective? If you could offer a piece of yourself, arms outstretched and faceless, what would you say? Would you share a memory that formed you or the thoughts that keep you lying awake at night after the world has been put away? And who would it touch? Who would hear it with the familiar resonance of a stranger speaking your name? Project Anonymity is a platform for sharing these internal workings, pieces and fragments of each other in the form of stories and essays. Work can be submitted on an anonymous platform and will be read by the hosts. There won't be discussion, judgment, or questioning. Just the solace of relatability, the beauty of releasing some portion of oneself, and a settling of the score for the next round of growing. Under the guise of anonymity, Truths once held back by the dam of expectations spill forth, painting the walls without preconceived perceptions, demanding acknowledgement from every witness. The words allow for both an individual and universal chorus at once, rising above our heads, solid, steady, not alone, we forge on. Sweet, sweet girl, I wish I could find some way to reach through time, to pull you close in your little pink smocked hand-me-down dress. I'd hold you in loving arms as I've held my own children so many times, and whisper in your ear, gently rocking all the while, I know, I know. But I can't do the impossible, so these words have a tremendous job to do. Sweet girl. No one should be doing what they do to you. You're just a little girl, and the weight of this secret is too much for your small shoulders. I need to convince you. Keep telling, keep trying. But I know the shame they added for telling the truth was what broke you, so that you didn't even believe yourself anymore. So I want you to know, I understand. You'll stay quiet because you were made to think by those who hurt you and loved you alike that your worth was in your silence and your willingness to stand down. Unseen and unheard was always easier. But oh, sweet girl, I want you to shine, shine and laugh and play and then shine even brighter. You are meant for so much more than the legacy of less he left you with. But unfortunately, I know it will always be the thorn in your side. One day, I hope you realize how special you are, how absolutely amazing, and maybe one day you'll find the way to reach through the years, to do the impossible, and remind me of the same. There's a very simple, silly song 
by My Morning Jacket called Out of My System. It's about doing it, experiencing and enjoying life when it's yours and yours alone. When you are alone, when your life matters to no one but you, and you are no one's responsibility and no one is yours, you can truly live and let live. I've always known that. I've always known you should do that, and yet I feel I never have. I feel I've lived my life for everyone but me. Now I have to. My family is my priority, my reason, and my purpose. They are who I willingly part myself out to, giving this and that, knowing it's better that way for all of us. Their happiness is mine. It used to be my mother. She needed me. She was alive because of me, and I needed to be there for her. I needed to be good, to prosper, to make her proud, to make her feel successful, like she'd done okay, and that it was all because of me. I knew that. I knew I needed to be that. For Dad, too. Just, he was more reserved about that need. I needed to make them proud, to keep my nose clean, to make them feel okay. I lived my youth for them, and for many others, and in many different ways. I was a little wild for a bit, sure. Rated R, but who hasn't been? But I was never who I wanted to be, or truly lived freely. I always maintained a set of criteria to be respected. By who? I don't know. None of them are around anymore. There's always been a self-imposed rule of discretion. Even after I moved from my small town where the gossip mills echoed through the valley, a potent fear of confrontation and then needed explanations, a fear of some type of justification needed, to who? I don't know. But it kept me from being who I wanted to be or doing what I wanted to do or chasing my dreams or failing. That kept me from living my young adulthood. I'd tell my former self to relax to experience, to enjoy, and to always appreciate, to take time to reflect often, and to not be afraid to try, to always look forward, but to live in the moment, to be who, how, when, and where you want to be. The why will come. If I could write a letter to my former self, I would tell her that the correct response to I love you is not always I love you too. I would tell her that she doesn't owe any of herself to anyone else. I would tell her that the only thing that will hurt more than her broken heart is the choices she made because she was hurting. If I could write a letter to my former self, I would tell her not to pick up that first anything, not the first cigarette, not the first drink, not the first guy at the bar. None of it will be easy to put down once you've already let that part of yourself go. If I could write a letter to my former self, I would tell her to love herself beyond measure. I would tell her that she is enough. I would tell her to apply herself. I would tell her how good it feels to finish things instead of just start in. And then I would burn it and scatter the ash. I've been plagued by anxiety about writing to former me. I thought it was because it would be too hard to look back on the mistakes, the hurt, pain. It's not. I've been plagued by anxiety about writing to former me because 
I'm happy. I love and I am loved. I'm not willing to jeopardize that for anything, even if it's at the cost of former me. So instead, I will write to current me. Be gentle with yourself. Your journey was long. You are finally home. This is a rare occurrence, and for some poetic reason, you're aware of that. You're frightened by the thought of its conclusion, the other side being a cold and uninviting absence of scheduled afternoons. Soak in those multitudinous moments of joy and erect a room in your head for the memory of them. Do not allow the clock to tick without appreciating the silence that suspends time between the toll of each new second. You are the lead in the school play. You know how to perform this part as if it were really you. Rejoice in the opportunity to allow Emily Webb to mold her limbs to yours and adopt your voice. But when that terrible final performance completes its curtain call and you change from that white wedding dress back into your jeans, it would be wise to leave most of Emily in the sleeves of that costume. Do not take more of her than happiness can coexist with, and do not bemoan her departure. Celebrate the chance you had to give her a home. This will not be the tallest peak in your mountain range of accomplishments, and it will not be your only experience of that special and complete ecstasy whose disappearance you so fear. Be careful not to reminisce more than you live. This is but one of many telephone poles. Weary traveler, lay down your load. Your anxiety is weighted, strapped to your back like a gun as you advance upon this uncharted land. Offer it to me for a little while. Rest your shoulders. I see you are breathless, mind restless, calculating the steps until your next landing. You will not stay long, just long enough to check it off the list, but listen to me. I want you to stay a few moments more. Rest beneath the shade. There is nothing more important, not now, not when you have gotten to that place. Feel both warmth of light and the chill of dew, embracing both for your reality, not forever, just this moment. Children are playing, and when you spot your own, let your eyes rest not on her image, but on her spirit. How does she pick dandelions? And with what care does she weave them? With what regard? When her gaze meets yours, what then do you see? I know what you're striving for. I know it all too well. I have felt your pain, felt your urgency. I have suffered along with you silently there, as were the infinite dimensions of me yet to come. I have felt your fear in my bones. I hear you when you say there are times when the sweetness of victory entices conviction beyond further belief. Like a pearl, how could something so smooth and perfect not be the key to happiness? Your hands ache to hold it, to possess its roundness, feel its cool solidity. My hands too have ached. While I have held many victories, I am speaking to you from a place of comfort within, due to as many jagged rocks as pearls finding home in these hands. Every miscalculation, every unreturned phone call, every stinging phrase has brought me to this very moment, the culmination of such an 
I feel grateful. I am older, but I am still in awe. I am wiser, but I am still in wonder. Happiness has visited me, but it was not due only to my accomplishments, the destinations they checked off the list, or the record time in which I arrived, feet blistering, scratched, and exhausted. No, it did not come entirely through the going itself. Happiness visited when I also chose to stay. Happiness came when I stopped to taste the cool water, letting my feet linger in its rivulets, watching the water ebb around my ankles and cool embrace before passing on. Happiness came in the waiting to really see someone before judging, noticing the crinkles in their eyes. Happiness came in the relieving my shoulders of my thorn-covered pack just long enough to unload the jagged rocks, paying homage to the diamonds buried deep within each mass of sediment. Come with me. Let us stand on this bridge in between two spaces. Let us meet between worlds. You have so many jagged rocks. Let us release each one, descending into the river below. Droplets of each splash will kiss our faces, and together we will smile. <laughs>